I think that most people take too long to hire their first couple employees, you know, and uh, they all want to do it themselves. But your time is special, right? Even if you just hire a personal virtual assistant that handles your emails and your calendar, you'll find that you're able to do a lot more. It's no secret that real estate is one of the best investment vehicles out there. But how can we determine which strategies will best align with our financial ambitions? Well, you've come to the right spot. Whether you're an active real estate entrepreneur, a passive investor, or looking to get into real estate investing, our goal is to provide investors with insights and strategies for building our portfolios all while protecting our capital. I'm Daniel Nichols, and this is the Two Smart Assets Real Estate Investing Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Daniel Nichols, accompanied by our guest for the week, Pranay Parikh. And today we are the Two Smart Assets. For those not familiar with Pranay, he is a medical doctor, serial entrepreneur, and podcast host. His unconventional journey to medicine helped him learn the skills to excel in entrepreneurship and real estate. And over the past 16 months, he's bought over $200 million in real estate and helped a hundred helped hundreds of investors uh, get into real estate without being a landlord. Pranay, it's great to see you, sir. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for the opportunity. Super excited. Yeah, absolutely pumped to talk to you today. I know we're going to dive into some good stuff, hear your story, uh, learn how you're educating people on passive investing, which I'm super passionate about. So uh, before we get into that, though, we like to kick the show off by hearing more about you. So Pranay, tell us more about your background and story and how you got into real estate. Yeah. So uh, as you mentioned, I'm a medical doctor. You know, I went, went to pre-med, residency, medical school, all that good stuff. You know, after I graduated, I had a pretty good salary. But I realized if I wanted the life that I wanted for my family, you know, I've already had delayed gratification. I don't want to work for the next 30, 40 years that I had to do something else, you know, and I picked real estate uh, because I had a sister-in-law that was a real estate agent. So I bought a first four unit multifamily. Uh, it was doing pretty well. I thought I would buy one a year, you know, and retire in 10 years. But after my first one, I spent hours and hundreds of hours looking for my next one. And it just took so much effort that I was like, shoot, I should have just been working and making a good salary and picking up extra shifts, you know? And so that's how I found passive real estate. Uh, I realized that you get 98% of the benefit with like 2%, 5% of the work. And so I went all in on that and I uh, found my partner who had done uh, 10 to 20 investments already. And I was like, hey, Peter, who's also a physician, uh, Dr. Kim, like, hey, Peter, how did you do this? And he's like, shoot, like, I just, <laughs> I just invested and prayed, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, okay, that's not great. Uh, you know, at the time I was teaching at USC to medical students. And I was like, okay, let's create a course. Like there's nothing out there. You know, fortunately now there's a bunch of books and courses but at the time there wasn't. So we created a course, thousands of uh, doctors and dentists and other people have taken it. And we thought we were done. You know, we taught a woman how to fish. She goes out fishing, you know, if she finds deals, she invests, right? But we realized that doctors in general are just so busy that they don't necessarily have the time to do the vetting, to find the deals, to follow these deals. Uh, especially once you start getting to like five, 10, 20, it's a lot of work, yeah. right? And so they said, hey, Pranay, we trust you. We've gone through your course. We understand how you work, uh, wh what you think and how you think. So we want to invest with you. You know, we want to bring all our monies together and, you know, get a seat at the tables. So that's why we created Ascent. You know, so we say, hey, we're going to bring in all the money, all of it, other than skin in the game in this deal. 
that lets us throw our weight around. You know, it's uh, we get something called major decision rights, which is kind of the same stuff that like Gold, uh, Blackstone and Goldman Sachs has where they say, OK, you guys run the day to day. You know, we're going to be managers. And that's what doctors are good at. You know, you know, we manage a team and we make sure that we're trying to maximize profit. Yeah. Awesome. That, you know, it's a very interesting strategy. We talked a little bit about it before the show. So uh, super interesting. I love that you're educating people on, uh, you know, passive investing and the benefits and the power of this strategy, right? Because obviously I think you and I are both aligned with thinking that this is this is the way to go, right? And so I kind of want to back up a little bit. You know, when you first dove into um, uh, passive investing, did you were you investing as an LP or were you just like, hey, listen, I know I want to go into the active side and really kind of move forward in this direction? Yeah. So uh, I was, yep, of course, started as an LP, right? And uh, we went to funds of funds, a model where we say, hey, you know, of this LP stake, let's take a bigger chunk and maybe we get some preferred terms or something, right? Uh, And we realized that you put in, you know, and this seems like a lot of money to us, but it isn't to the syndicator, uh, a million, two million, three million, you, you get maybe a little bit extra, but to really negotiate for the best terms, we had to bring in all the money. So we're in a fortunate place. A lot of people will ask how you find deals. We don't find deals. People bring deals to us and people that we trust that have billions of assets under management because we not only bring all the money to the deal other than skin in the game, but we also have a full asset management team. So we help them run the property. So let me give you a quick example. In August of this year, so about two months ago, we closed a deal that had an interest rate of 2.9% fixed for nine years, nine years. And on top of that, four years of interest only. So, you know, we're able to get deals like that because people bring them to us. You know, they at the time they brought three or four deals to us and we said, yeah, you know, this 2.9%, we want that one. Um, and they were happy to give it to us. And that deal is killing it. You know, right now people are getting interest rates into sixes and sevens, you know. And so we have a pretty unique value proposition because it's not just, oh, hey, here's the money. It's, hey, here's the money. Plus, hey, we're going to help you run this property ourselves. And, you know, we're able to do that because we've created a business because we're outside of real estate. So we're able to disrupt kind of the industry a little bit. Yeah. And I kind of want to dive into that a little bit more there, uh, Pranay. Uh, You know, so... You, you've, you've built this company, right? And you've been mm-hmm. able to, to get in a lot of deals. I think we said, what, uh, t- over 200 million uh, mm-hmm. in 16 months, which is, I mean, that is, you're, it's a rocket ship, right? You guys are absolutely <laughs> crushing it. Um, so, but there had to be a lot of groundwork laid before this, right? Building the team. I mean, like you said, you're raising capital, you have people on that team, and then you're also doing your own asset management. So I kind of want to go through that just a little bit, right? So you, you guys are basically at this point, a well-oiled machine to be able to, to have the success that you've already had. You know, how were you able to go about identifying the right partners that allowed you to build this this great business and be so successful, you know, with taking down, you know, over two hundred million dollars of real estate in, in just over a year? You know, uh I, I like to tell people we're an overnight success, ten years in the making. So <laughs> Yeah. You know, it, 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 it looks like, and a lot of times it does when you see someone just have breakout success, you don't get to see all the work that, and a lot of hard work. So, uh, my partner, uh, Dr. Peter Kim, he created this brand called passive income MD, mm. and we've worked with a ton of passive, uh, 
real estate companies for years before we created Ascent. And then we taught the course for years before we did that. So we had the groundwork, we had the we had the relationships, right? And um, all this stuff. And people were like, hey, just tell us when you're ready to uh, create this company. We'll work with you. You know, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt, um, you know? And because remember, when we created this company, the sponsor is taking a lot of risk because they're putting hard money down and there's, and we're telling them, Hey, we're going to be able to raise this much money. And they're like, okay, you know, and there's a handshake and that's it. Right. Right. So these are relationships that you can't just, you can't make online. You've got to shake their hand, take them out to lunch and talk to them over years, you know, and all the partners that we work with, we've, create these relationships with year for years. So even if it's our first deal, like our current deal with the sponsor, we've been talking to them and creating that relationship, going to their properties, seeing how they treat their property management, looking through their financials, you know? And those are things that you just can't do to LP as an LP. You know, if you say, even if you put in, say you put in a million dollars, which is ton of money right? right you can't be like i want to see all your financials open up your budget to me right no one's gonna do that but if you say hey i'm gonna buy this whole property with you they're like okay here's an open book you know and the people but not everyone does that there there's some people that still say no and we, we avoid them right because what do you you know if you don't show it to us maybe you have something to hide or you're not going to be as transparent as we want to be yeah, I think, you know, being open when you're talking about this much amount of money and really partnering with something that, you know, over the long term, it's super important to be very transparent, right? And I think that that's a, that's a great point. And one thing I want to back up and kind of go over is, you know, you started mm -hmm. laying the groundwork, building these relationships, like you said, it's overnight success in 10 years, right? But also a mm -hmm. huge part of that is, you know, you, you have a background in the, in the medical field. And so mm -hmm. a lot of your audience and a lot of your education is targeted to educating uh, people in the medical field, right? And so I think you guys have built a certain brand that people are used to at this point. So can you maybe talk a little about uh, the importance of uh, the brand you've built and maybe just brand building in general uh, for, yeah. you know, for the successes you've had so far? Yeah. So, you know, we were fortunate that we created the brand first and mm. that's the way to do it, right? Create an audience of people that like what you say and how you say it, you know? Uh, and uh, for me, I've uh, been able to kind of hop on the brand that my partner created uh, and kudos to him for giving me the chance. But I mean, I think that's the rocket ship, right? To find someone else that's created a brand and he needed help with his online um, presence, which I, I helped him with uh, or create it yourself. But, you know, a lot of times people are like, okay, they'll create a brand and they'll be like, okay, how do I monetize this? Or how do I make money? And don't think about that. Just think about creating value. Like, you know, Peter was like, okay, I've done these 10 to 20 investments, but I realized no one else is doing it. He works at Cedar sinai so he knows a lot of well-to-do doctors, right? And the ones that are doing successful, but a lot of us that work in smaller hospitals don't have that those connections. So he's like, okay, I'm just going to write about what I do, you know, and that just caught on, right. To be able to get passive income just sounds great. So try to find your niche. And like a lot of times, actually, just like my podcast in the first man, it was like four downloads for the first couple <laughs> episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I couldn't even get my wife to listen. That's how bad it was. <laughs> and well, you got to just stick to it, right. Pick something like, uh, do you like, do you, and I say, don't hate, cause I created a blog post and oh man, it was so painful and I had to stop it. Uh, but 
uh, podcasts I love, you know, I could fill, I could list, I could guest on or record myself, you know, a couple a day, happy to do that. And so find something that you are attracted to, or you don't hate like podcasting. If you like talking, if you like meeting people, right. Um, uh, blog posts, if you like writing, uh, and, uh, you know, there's YouTube, which is great if you're, if you have a good video presence, uh, and, uh, just try to find one of them and stick to it. At least a hundred. Try to get to a hundred of whatever you do. And I promise you, you'll have gained a ton of skills that you don't even necessarily know. So, quick example: uh, I did a master's program and I had forgotten to do an essay, five-page essay, which I suck at writing. So, <laughs> normally it would have taken me like a week to write it, but because I had done my blog post, I was like, okay, let me get started. And two hours, I was able to bust out a five-page essay, which is pretty rare. I was like, Oh, Hey, sorry. I forgot to send you this. It was already done. Here it is. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and he was like, Oh, great. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, you must've forgotten all good. You know? And so I gained those skills from even a, you know, quote unquote failed project of the blog post. So there's a lot of skills you'll learn like video editing, or, um, if you do a YouTube or just how to capture attention and a lot of, a lot of those will carry over to whatever else you decide to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love the the fact that you said, you know, just because something doesn't work out at the very beginning, you got to be consistent, right? You got to keep doing it. It's it's going to suck at first. I know similar to your podcast story, I know nobody listened to my podcast the first couple. It was just, you know, it was it was pretty bad. And so it's actually painful to go back and listen to those now, but you know, sometimes you have to go back just to improve. Um, but uh, you're absolutely right. You got to just press on, keep doing it. Uh, another thing is finding that niche, right? Speaking to people, you have a, you know, something, some sort of bond with like you guys do people in the medical space. Uh, for me, I work in oil and gas. So um, we focus on people in oil and gas, right? It's like, cause I work in oil and gas. I know what the pain points are. I know, you know, all of that stuff. So I think some people get kind of caught up in like, oh, I'm not talking to enough people. Well, how many people do you really need to be talking to, right? I mean, there's there's plenty of people in the medical field. There's plenty of people in oil and gas. You have a connection with them already start there, right? So I think that's that's massive. Um, one thing I kind of want to go off on a, on a little bit of a tangent here, but somewhat connected. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about the show about, you know, still working, still having a job, staying busy, right? Whether you're working days or nights, all that stuff. So so for you yourself, you're still, you're still working in the medical field. Uh, you have the stuff going on with the scent, right? I mean, you guys are just absolutely exploding, uh, lots of, of success there. So I got to ask, you know, that takes up a lot of time and you're raising a family, all that stuff. Are you guys leveraging outside services or outside parties or outside virtual assistants or whatever, kind of do some other tasks for you so you guys can focus on the big picture items or what does that look like? I'm just kind of curious because it seems like your time is very limited and I'm curious how you're maximizing that. Yeah. So, you know, Ascent is created with an army of freelancers and okay. um, specifically Upwork. You would be surprised by the quality of people that you get. I mean, um, we do our own in-house underwriting, but we send it to other people to get it to be double checked, you know, and I, I don't think many people do that. Uh, but so we have someone from uh, Harvard trained in real estate, has a master's degree that does our underwriting. We have all these people from these like multi-billion dollar companies that do some freelance work. And, it, you know, it ends up being $100, an hour, but it's way cheaper than bringing it in-house. And that's how we were able to scale up. Uh, and we have, you know, an army of virtual assistants as well. Um, and they do, you know, uh, data entry or they do design or 
apply to podcasts, you know, and follow up on stuff. So there's a, a ways to do it. Uh, and I think that most people take too long to hire their first couple employees, you know, and uh, they all want to do it themselves, but your time is special, right? Even if you just hire a personal virtual assistant that handles your emails and your calendar, you'll find that you're able to do a lot more. And pretty much anyone can afford a virtual assistant, at least for a couple hours a week, uh, to handle a lot of the administrative tasks that are your life. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're spot on with, uh, you know, with people waiting too long to, you know, hire out that that task or whatever, right? Because they're like, oh, I can do this for much cheaper and much better, right? Well, what's what's the delta there right and so i think you know getting your time back is is well worth uh you know whatever you're paying a, a virtual assistant to handle some of those 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 smaller tasks uh just so you can focus on the big things right so i love to hear that love to hear that's the way you guys have scaled um and i kind of want to dive uh, kind of turn that into your education right obviously you know you have a podcast you have courses all of this stuff right and you're educating doctors and people in the medical field about passive investing what's been um the most successful piece for you in terms of, um, you know, platforms and stuff like that for educating, um, these people in the medical space. Are, are you finding that you're having more success in one area than other, maybe the podcast, maybe the course, what are you seeing as, as the best piece, uh, for your investors? Uh, I think, I think it's really important to have a diversity of your sources. You know, if it's possible, I would pick one, uh, if you're just starting, pick the one that you like the most. Sure. Don't worry about your audience uh, because it's all about consistency. You're not going to find uh, an audience if you're inconsistent, right? Because, um, for example, I had told my VA to apply for a podcast earlier today. And she's like, oh, we're not going to apply because they haven't put out an episode since July. Right? I was like, yeah, that's reasonable. Like, this. why would we waste our time if they're not going to focus on it? Right. It was a pretty good podcast. I had listened to one of the episodes randomly. And so pick the one that you're consistent with. But these days, there's so much. There's people that like email newsletters. I'm signed up to a bunch. There's podcasts. I listen to probably way too many podcasts and uh, <laughs> also uh, blog posts. So I, I consume a lot of media, um, but I'm probably rare. There's other people that really only focus on one, you know, they'll focus on YouTube, they'll focus on blog posts, they'll focus on. So you want to find people where they are. So if you find like a lot of uh, gas, right, and mineral, right, people are on Facebook, that's where I would focus on, you know, if you find a lot of them are on YouTube, uh, probably not. But uh, then I would do YouTube, right? So find where your people are. And you, if you're in that community, you'll, you'll know, you know, you'll sure. be attracted because that's probably what you, what attracts you as well. So I would focus on that and then do that well and then scale up. So don't, don't try to move too quickly because that's what happens. Someone will kind of have to do something and then move to something else and have to do that and then move to something else, right? And then you're like, why isn't any of this working? No, you should wait in that one category until it takes off, right? And then you can try to use some of the same content for something else. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think that's a great point. Um, all right. So let's let's dive into Ascent Equity. Uh, you guys are doing some big things. You've had some major success uh, over the last, you know, whatever, two years or something like that. Uh, what's next for you guys? Where, you know, where are you guys going? What are you, what's your focus? Yeah. So what we're doing is we're look really focused on downside protection. Uh, and we have been over the past year, but it's even more important right now. So we're looking at properties that really cash flow, put money in your pocket 
that's because if I'm having so much money that I can give you distributions, then that means I can cover the debt and I have a huge buffer. And I think that's going to be really important to look at cash flow and look at the type of debt that's going. You know, it's always it's always a good time to buy. It's just you gotta if everything has changed, you gotta change along with it. You know, you can't buy the 200, 250 units, go in stainless steel, granite counters. You know, do all that same stuff that everyone has been doing and been very successful over the past couple of years because things have changed. People people's interests have changed. You know, people don't really care about stainless steel. Ca- uh, appliances right now, right? They're happy with those black ones. Uh, people don't really need granite counters, recessed lighting, like that stuff. People are not seeing the use for right now because they're worried about their job. They're worried about inflation and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we've had this uh, increased, drastic increase in uh, interest rates and all that good stuff, right? But are you guys still seeing a lot of uh, demand in terms of investor appetite from passive investors? Or are there still a lot of people looking to place capital in, in deals? And these, I mean, obviously, I'm very bullish on multifamily. Like you said, you know, if it's a good deal, I'm going to invest in it because where else are you going to invest, right? It's a it's a solid investment. But from your perspective, are you still seeing a lot of uh, investor appetite from your passive investors? Yeah. So multifamily is still hot. I, I think what you're what you're competing versus right now is fear and inertia, and so. It's not other asset classes. It's, hey, I'm so scared. I'm going to stay on the sidelines, you know? And our goal is to convince people and to explain to them that because of inflation being so high, you really got to get a minimum 9% return on your money to just break even, right? Otherwise, you're actually losing money year on year. So uh, it, it takes some education. It takes some um, kind of handholding, right, to explain to them that, um, this is safe and why this is safe. So, um, and you know, we're happy to do that because even though our minimums are pretty low, 35,000, um, it's still a lot of money for anyone, you know, even if you're rich. Uh, and so it, we make ourselves very available. You know, people are surprised when I pick up the phone and they call our regular number. But, uh, you know, I, I want to be, I want to talk to as many people and kind of help them through the process. Yeah, absolutely. I know you guys are doing a fantastic job on the education space. Obviously, the stuff on your guys' website and then also, you know, your podcast and all that stuff. There's there's a lot of good stuff there. A lot of great resources for uh, potential passive investors to go check out. So uh, I love that you guys are sharing that. But uh, for now, you know, this has been a great conversation. We're running low on time here. So before we get out of here, tell listeners how they can find out more about you and your business and anything else you have going on. Yeah. So our website is Ascent Equity Group, ascentequitygroup.com. Uh, you can sign up for our newsletter uh, where we send out our deals. We actually have a deal coming out Monday. Uh, so uh, Monday in uh, October, uh, mid-October. So not sure exactly when this podcast will go out. Um, so if we, uh, if you're around that time, um, it'll be open. Uh, but we have deals. We have four to six deals a year. We'll be focusing on cash flow. Um, so high cash on cash. Um, you can check out that website. My email is pranay at ascentequitygroup.com. Um, super easy to get a hold of. And then my podcast is From MD to Entrepreneur. And it's everywhere, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen. Awesome. Brene, we're going to make sure to put all that stuff in the show notes. For all the listeners right now, go check out Ascent Equity. Go check out Brene's podcast. It's absolutely awesome, despite what he said about the first few episodes. I really enjoy I really enjoy that podcast, so go check it out. Uh, Brene, this has been an absolutely fantastic conversation. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks. I appreciate it. 
Hey, real quick before we get out of here, do me a huge favor and leave a rating and review for the podcast. We're always looking to bring you guys the best insights and strategies for building our real estate portfolios and your ratings and reviews really help with getting top guest speakers that are the best in the real estate investing business. I promise this will only take you a few seconds and I'd really appreciate it. Thanks for being awesome, guys. Cheers.